0: I'm like, yo, all right, fuck this. I'm going up to the get the Grey Goose Lounge at the top.
1: Yeah, yeah, the roof one. I still yeah. haven't been there either. Yeah,
0: and there was a legit, I kid you not, and I, I hope this doesn't, Statue of Limitations hasn't passed. Right, yeah. <laughs> but there was a bottle of Ace, Ace of Spades, you yeah. know, just on, like, you come Sinner, up, right. and it's just there. And I just, you know, of course, you know, I'm dr- I'm kind of drunk at this point. Right, so man. I just walk over, and I just kind of grab it. And there's I'm shit in cool. there, and I'm like, "Yo, boys, we gotta finish this shit." Yeah. And, we tra- uh, <laughs> and we're just passing it around. Yes. And then we literally like we go, we finish the bar and then we just go back out into the go back to the game. Oh, that's just, fucking
1: beautiful, right there. That's like, how you right. do it. And then and then walked out,
0: no consequences. We just
1: drank a ninety-seven dollars worth of
2: fucking. Yes, shots. seriously. We're so happy that you downloaded. <laughs>
1: Yo yo yo, what's going on out there world? How we doing, and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is show number 187. Whew! Making moves out in this bitch if you didn't know. I apologize to those listening because it has been a while since we've done an episode, and we've actually technically been sitting on the previous episode, 186. I said 187 at the start of this, right? I didn't say 186. Did I Did One I fuck that up already?
2: 80. Can we rewind?
1: I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. think so. I don't think we can rewind, but I'm pretty sure I said 187. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I believe you did. Okay. Thank God. Um, So, yeah. We we're sitting on the past episode that will actually, as I'm recording this right now, I'm going to release right after we finish this episode. So, you know, doing a little future talk to you. But... I had a couple issues with myself personally. This is your boy, Steezy. I've just overcome an eye infection and a serious back injury all in one week, one fucking week, and it just took me out to no degree. We'll get more into that in a little bit. Over here, across from me, we've got Corndog.
2: What's up?
1: How you feeling?
2: I feel good. I had a real nice nap.
1: You did. You napped for a long time today.
2: I had a very nice nap. It was so relaxing. Yeah. Except r- like in my dream, I had lockjaw. jaw. Okay. Isn't that weird?
1: That's strange.
2: In my dream, I had lockjaw jaw and like I couldn't release my jaw and I bit my tongue and I woke up and I had actually bit my tongue. Okay. That's was I like shaking in my sleep? Gee,
1: I don't know. You weren't shaking in your sleep, but you actually bit your tongue in uh, your sleep.
2: Yeah. Because I felt like I actually had lockjaw. jaw. In my dream, I was like touching my cheek. And I was trying to like massage it so it would unlock. And <laughs> I thought I was doing it in person and I felt myself shaking in my dream. And so I thought I was shaking in real life. I was like, oh, and in my dream, I remember thinking, oh, fuck. When I wake up, Brendan's going to be like, what the fuck happened to you? But no, he didn't.
1: Well, now that you told me that you bit your tongue in your sleep, what the fuck happened to you? I, I had mean- <laughs>
2: lockjaw and I was trying to, I'm not going to get yeah, into like, the, the okay. dirty details.
1: Anyways, yes. But corn dog got a little drunky last night and needed to have a midday nap oh
2: my god it felt good so good
1: three to four hour midday nap oh it's awesome anyways over here to my left first time in the trap house we are esteemed to have one of our local chefs of the city of orlando here with us owner chef of the restaurant el buda downtown right next to the train tracks yeah 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 we've right. got the man Roberto in the motherfucking studio with us. Yes. I don't know your last How? name, otherwise I would have said it. Oh, <laughs> well, Trevino. Get, Trevino get right in the, right Roberto in the Trevino. Sí, si, 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 Roberto Trevino. Definitely uh, but, not but, but, Hispanic. But
0: love to be called just the chef.
1: You can get even closer to that. The yeah. chef. Yes. Right. Yes. That's, that's the sexy tone. Listen, we to got that. the chef. <laughs> to <that> sexy tone. <laughs> you know what? From one dude to another dude, you've got a sexy tone. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very. I
1: want to thank you for coming through and sharing some time with us today. It's uh, I know it's been a long day for you at the restaurant as well.
0: Well, you know, I mean, the restaurant's always a lot of fun. I mean, no matter what, it can be a long day, a short day. It's just going to be awesome because the restaurant, for me, it's my world. You know, it's everything. So being there, making it right, that's what drives me. Ten four. 4
1: Hell yeah. Let me do these plugs. Real f- Actually, you know what? How about you do your plugs for the restaurant real fast? I'd tell these people where exactly they can find the <laughs> restaurant and how they can find it on social media, things along those lines.
0: Well, I we're on Church Street, you know, in historic Church Street. What I like about our building, it's been there for since 1885, you know, and that just gives the, the actual building a lot of character. And it has a basement where we have a speakeasy lounge, you know. which That's what's up yeah and we we do art gallery it's really kind of an art gallery down there as well it's kind of like a a dark haunted art gallery that i like to kind of push on to people because it's something that it's just so orlando the fact that it's that dark and it's in the basement you know all the old brick it's just awesome so i love it oh yes we're at i believe el buddha downtown um, you are. I yeah. just
2: found you on social media.
0: Yep. That's that would be right. Because so, I'm bad with that stuff. You don't ask me my phone number at the <laughs> restaurant, please, dude, <laughs> because just it's terrible. But it's a fact. I mean, I'm far more just like the salt and the pepper. Yeah. <laughs> try to inspire my guests to enjoy the food, you know, as opposed to just having all the details. Right. I, feel
1: that. I feels
2: that. Are uh, you the head chef? Mm hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, I we've, am. We've got we've got the
1: the head honcho here in the, the oh, trap house shit. today. Owner, well, operator,
2: I'm, head honcho, head yeah, chef.
0: Head honcho, uh, salt and pepper salt once again. Salt and pepper. <laughs> yep. I mean, and, th- and, th- and that's ultimately what drives me. You know, mm. so that's other than it? like making people happy. Right. I guess that's a basic thing. Food right?
2: makes people very happy. So does.
1: Yes, it does. What yes. is there a cat in here like meowing pathetically right now? It's
2: <laughs> not. It's actually this squeaky <laughs> Is that the chair? Microphone stand. Oh, it's the <laughs> microphone stand.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I should have said yes. Okay. I was wondering about that. Um, somehow I think someone deleted my plugs off of my phone. So I'm just gonna have to do them. What? Yeah, I have no idea why or how. You can how. go
2: into recently deleted.
1: You know that's a good point, Corn Dog. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Who
2: would do that? And who would? It's
1: w- not in the seven? recently deleted folder. Are
2: either. you sure it's not in there?
1: I mean, it's. I know where it is, and I don't see it. So well, no.
2: Who would do such a thing? You you know? That's terrible. The plugs.
1: The plugs. I mean, probably <laughs> me while I was drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> More than likely. That's my line. All right. Yes. Well, let's do. Pl- <laughs> 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 let's do plugs off the dome. Yeah. Before we get started. I got this. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, download, subscribe to the show, share the show with a friend if you haven't already, tell somebody about the show and all the cool shit that we do over here and the cool people we talk to. And rate us five stars while you are downloading the show. Cinco Estrellas. Exactly. Cinco Estrellas. Still don't know if you can rate five stars on Google Play, but you definitely can on Apple Podcasts, so give us those five-star reviews, people. Love Mm -hmm. that shit. And you can also support the show with our Amazon link. Bookmark that shit in your browser. You can find our Amazon link on our website, our shittily-made elementary school website.
2: I think it's great. It has character.
1: Yeah, character, sure. That's what you call it. Or just somebody... Me, who didn't care when they made the simple WordPress website.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a green background and a giant picture of myself. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes, indeed. Yeah, buddy. That, I still don't know how to make that <laughs> giant picture of myself <laughs> any smaller. It's, have you
2: ever been on our website?
0: Don't go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. And it's, your Facebook.
2: It's literally just a green website with a giant picture of Steezy. Yeah. Yeah, yes. the Steezy, yeah. Yes, it is. Absolutely.
0: Yes, It's it like some kind of like larger than life, like,
2: God, Adonis
0: type. Come
1: on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, put on airs here. You know, Mm -hmm. people just hear the voice and they want to know how splendiferous and godly I am, and that picture obviously shows that shit.
2: Highlights the fuck out of it. (laughs) One hundred percent. That man is a
1: god. That man is a god in that picture. Anyways, you can. Yeah, support the show with our Amazon link. Find it on our website, put it in your browser, bookmark that shit. Send Any- it to your mama. Anytime. Yes, indeed. Anytime you buy anything on Amazon, they kick us some money back. For free. Doesn't cost you anything extra. They just take a percentage out of what you paid for your shit. So, that's pretty cool, right?
2: I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool too. I think that's
2: super cool. I think I would have to agree. Hella cool.
1: <laughs> Get paid. Yes, America's about getting paid these days. Yes, it is. It so is. Bring the pay. Ooh,
2: you got bars. Yeah, oh, yeah hip hop star.
1: Yeah, <laughs> buddy. So talk about sign. Buy a t-shirt or a hoodie or some other shit on our represent site. Do that if you'd like.
2: I'm about to cop an all white hoodie.
1: An all white hoodie. Yeah, Ooh. with a
0: corn dog. Ooh. Well, we
2: only have yeah. So we're in the process of getting limited edition teas made from like various featured artists that we've had on the show. Yes. Um and that's definitely going to be one of them. Oh yes. Let us know how interested you guys are in like limited edition corn dog tees. I think that would be a, a instant seller. I'm I think it sure. would I think it would too. I yeah, I
0: think the corn dog would sell. I mean, I okay. mean, let's just I mean, corn dogs they're good, right?
2: They're awesome and then I'm awesome. So like corn dog plus corn dog equals
0: Awesome, but you could be. And uh, when you come to El Buda, you can be La Corn Dog,
2: <laughs> La Corn Dog Dita, La Corn Dog Dita. That's nice. See, yeah, I was I like gonna this. say La Corn but that doesn't make sense.
0: Bueno, why not? <laughs> wow, it's, it's Espanol, with the beauty of a Spanish, uh, we, 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 the, the new Spanish that Diparate. we're speaking in the world, on <laughs> they're just things that just flow. You know, and that's the best thing about speaking Spanglish, which I do very oh, well, by the awesome. way. And I get hit every time I spend my. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's always like, okay, sorry. You're not speaking properly. <laughs> yep.
1: I was going to say, you came in here and showed a, a mastery of Spanglish, I must say, yeah, already. I don't
0: know. I mean, Puerto rico's a great place. I mean, I, I'm recently in Orlando now from Puerto Rico, so. It seems to be just the kind of thing, you know? I mean, Spanglish is right. Spanglish is today. And Spanglish is definitely Orlando. Yes, it
2: is. 100%.
0: I mean, that's what I love about this city. It's become such the Latin, like, boom here, you know? You
2: know why I love it? Because, so we were talking before the show, right? And you guys discussed how we're all Boricwas in the room, right? But for me, I'm the gringa of my family. Right. So even though now, like... I I, I practice at school because I work at a middle school and I have a lot of Spanish-speaking kids. So I've been practicing a lot and, you know, like a lot of technical terminology I'm able to kind of get down. But when I'm with my family in PR, they'll always kind of laugh at me and be like, oh, you're the gringa. And so it makes me not want to speak Spanish, but I'll still do it. Like, fuck you. I'm going to practice. I need to adopt my native tongue. But when I'm here, there's so much Spanglish and there's so much broken Spanish and there's so many there's so many Puerto Ricans and there's so many Spanish speaking people here who just don't give a fuck. Like you just connect on that level just because you share that idea of culture. And so they don't care. So like you feel, I feel very comfortable here because I'm able to kind of express that part of myself. You know what I mean?
0: No, absolutely. And sometimes I think sometimes it's even just food that can actually sharpen that palate to speak Spanglish. So if you really want to learn more Spanish or Spanglish, (laughs) You gotta eat more comida Latina. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. what's key. I mean, and I love to cook it. Yes. Don't get me wrong; I cook a lot of Asian food. Obviously, that's what El Buddha is. But the flavor profile, the the sort of traditions and some of the stews are so Latin mm. that you would say it's like, damn, it's like a grandma or an aunt cooked it for you. Wow, which is fun. I which mean, is fun. That's food. Exactly. You know, th- there's an angle here where we we kind of like kind of bridge between. Just being like something very traditional in flavor, but something modern and modern in artistic expression.
2: Right. You know, because
0: ultimately what drives a chef is to feed people. But, you know, it gets boring just to kind of put a exactly. piece of fish on a, on a plate. You want to make it beautiful. Mm. And that's what drives me at the restaurant, to make it beautiful. So what we're doing is like we're bringing people into tritostonas, but they're having it with a Mongolian beef. Wow! Holy shit! How late are you guys open? (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, we're open late, you know. And late is tricky sometimes because Church Street can give or take, you know. Church Street is Mm -hmm. like a wild, a wild marriage, you know. It's like it goes (laughs) up and down. (laughs) It's a roller coaster of emotions. So rough, Church (laughs) Street, and it it is because you (laughs)
1: sometimes you get chancletas thrown at you. You get
0: it all, bro. I mean. Listen, it's a tough part of town and I love it. You know, not because it's dangerous, because this is Orlando and Orlando is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Church Street is wonderful because it's in Orlando. But it's just one of those parts of town that, like, sometimes it's packed and you're just like, oh my God, we're so busy.
2: Like fucking shit. Gotta learn to breathe underwater. And
0: the next day it's like fucking dead. And you're like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? You know, here I am. You know, we're going to, whatever, you know, I can start bitching. I, I can really start bitching all day long because I had a long day. We had a Sunday brunch today. It was great. Nice. We packed the house. We cooked. We do this arepa with Get Ropa Vieja. And like out poached out. egg yeah. and like hollandaise. What? Like it's a, like it was an ex-Benedict. En like arepa, a,
2: Benedict, Ropa Vieja. Gracias, sí. What?
0: Jesus. Y la gente están como que, I want that. Uh, and they, and they, it's like if they I go want to that. church and they just want to oh my oh, god you
2: bring people to church. you know it's funny because you think of like different okay so like just to get deep for a hot second you think <laughs> of different ideas of church but i do think that like you create your own idea of church food is one of those things that brings you that peace it brings you that kind of that sense of just nostalgia almost as well you know brings you back home so on church street it's church, right it's, it's good
0: and food will do that mm-hmm. Most you know, definitely food always kind of reminds you of your favorite aunt you know, and sometimes I always yes. say, oh, you always want to say your mom. And I do. I give my mom a ton of credit for my kitchen, you know. But there was always that aunt who was just slightly better than you, <laughs> <mom. laughs> And, you know, you wouldn't dare say it. But, you right. know, what? I had this one aunt, she was crazy. Her my aunt Yolanda. And she would like. Shout out to
2: Titi Yolanda. Titi Yolanda.
0: And you know what? She would cook so massive. And she was the kind of woman that would just take an old, like, storefront. And a few burners and open a restaurant and have people eat in her food because it was so good. Wow. You know, so that's those are the kind of memories, you know, like that my Titi Yolanda, who was a great cook, you know, and you bring that, you bring that to to your your vision, your culinary vision. absolutely. And that's where we kind of do well at El Buda. So it's a, a hint of like wanting something real authentic Latin style, you know, and at the same time, something exciting. With, a, with like a splash of Asian and just forget about it. Tons of drinks and sexy vibe and we have Sexy great, vibe.
2: <laughs> sexy sex, sexy man. Sexy vibe, indeed. I well, love yeah, that. Well,
0: you know, I can go on, right? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So
2: I, I want to know where the Asian inspiration came from.
0: Well, you know, I was actually born and raised in San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. And that is for hundreds of years been the entrance, you know, to the Americas from Asia, you know, right. and L.A. later, but San Francisco originally, you know. So growing up in the Bay Area, you know, you are just just got tons of Asian food happening. And we're talking about way back when, because I'm an old guy. And, uh, and oh, you see, don't look like an old guy. Well, you look great. Yeah, well, I'm good with it. But <laughs> 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 But I tell you. It was just everywhere. And that's where I learned to cook Asian food, you know, in San Francisco. So I kind of wanted to fuse it. And in San Juan, I decided to open a noodle bar, and it was a Latin Asian noodle bar. A
2: noodle bar in San Juan? Puerto Rico. What year Shit. was this?
0: I think it was about 2000. And prior to that, I'd opened a place called The Parrot Club, which was a, a Nuevo Latino restaurant in 1996. Mm. Damn, so where was that at then? In San Juan. I mean, Both of them had, in San Juan. We had a, a string of restaurants in San Juan. You know, there was a time where, where we actually feel that we actually helped kind of shift San Juan into a modern dining scene, you mm. know, to be respected on an international level, not because the food wasn't good in Puerto Rico. It's always been good. Yeah. And it's still good, and the simplest is best, but... It, but it, it, was, it was
1: definitely more street food-oriented, for sure.
0: And, and, and once again, going to your aunt's house and she cooks a great pot of arroz con gandule. Mm-hmm. You know, you love that stuff. Oh, but we elevated the whole vision, and uh, and it sort of created a big movement in San Juan, which really changed the food scene not only in San Juan but in the Caribbean, and that was exciting for us. And we're talking about
2: 1996,
0: oh wow, early 2000s, and on and on and on. And at this point, we're just kind of like veterans and just trying to understand what people want to still eat, how to stay relevant, yeah, right, you know, with with food trends and and more importantly what people enjoy you Mm. know and and that's uh where we're at today especially
1: people who may not know the culture as well right right what how how to get those people in to enjoy and want to keep coming back or to get them to discover it in the first place too
2: exactly get them excited and interested in it um what do you feel is the most obscure food trend of the day
0: of the day, Obscure? well, you know what I'm going to you know, have th- There like, seems to be a movement in like Southeast Asia and in Mexico and some of the South American countries get of, that eating, of eating right in there insects. Yes, insects like ants, like ants, which are, uh, what you know, it's like caviar. I'm told they pack them in salt and they're <laughs> super crunchy. I hear
2: it tastes kind of like lemongrass.
0: I could see that. I would say they probably taste a little more like like dirt. Dirt, I, I was holding back, bingo, but dirt, you know, it. but definitely. And I think insects are the new trend, and I'm not a big fan yet. And I've worked with chapolines, you know, or grasshoppers from Mexico that they're like toasted and then tossed in chili and salt. Are and they good? They're just kind of like a salty Dorito, you know. Huh. <laughs> So it's like, a, OK, you know, and, and, and wait, it, do you
2: eat with the wing or do you like dissect, cut it inside or you just do the whole thing? You roast the bitch, the whole thing.
0: If they're super small, first of all, so they get just roasted the whole thing and they get seasoned with the wings, with the wings, and you the eat the legs wings, and you, you crunch down on it. And it's like just this like eating pop rock sort of because, Ooh. OK, because <laughs> of the, the rush in your mind, you're just tripping that you're eating a bug because, you know, we all eat what we eat, you right, know, right, right, right. But when you're like not used to eating bugs, and I know definitely the American not. palate is not yes at definitely any not. level, not even the most exciting diner in the United States is eating bugs. Right. Okay. So bugs, I would have to say, are probably the funkiest food trend. Did you did you it's want to funky? funky? That's yeah, crazy. funky.
2: Yeah, here, Yeah, definitely. I honestly did definitely. not
0: know that this was a thing right now. Ugh. You <laughs> think you
2: think it's gonna make its way here?
0: Well, I think as food trends change, as uh, as sustainability changes in the world, you know, I think it may be a, a I, reality. I agree with that. Most definitely. That's a really you know? good point. You know, I mean, let's face it. What is a shrimp? A big sea insect. You know, it's like, oh, OK. Yep. You look at a shrimp, but it's pretty ugly. Oh, yeah. It's just you a know? it's a big sea bug. That's it, all it is. It's like a big Oh, but
2: it's meaty. No, shrimp's are meaty.
0: Shrimp's are loved. I wouldn't even go against the shrimp lovers. Okay? Shrimp lovers of the world, you have no worries. The chef Trevino will not go against any of you. We do shrimp for all of it. And you know, what? I'm not a fan. Really? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I got to be clear. I'm not a fan of the shrimp, everybody. You're
2: not a, a shrimp guy?
0: You know, yeah. But you not. cook them. How do you feel about crawfish? I don't. No. <laughs> but but But, but I've cooked them plenty and and I have a respect for the fact that there's a huge crawfish tradition in the American South, whether it be in Louisiana or in South Carolina, you know, and it's great. You know, it's part of the dining lexicon of what is good Southern cooking. You know what I'm saying? So the crawfish has its place. You know, it's good not for you. The great <laughs> crawfish étouffée in New Orleans. Oh, that shit is fire. <laughs> exactly. Can't can't you can't go wrong. You, you know? eat it? You would eat it? Um, I might step back. You might step back. I mean, back. <laughs> but listen, when a chef I will tell you something. I'm a very picky eater and I'm gonna tell you you're gonna hate me for this. I pretty much maintained a ninety nine point five percent vegetarian diet. Okay. Oh, oh wow. I know. It's crazy.
2: Meat. No meat no
0: meat. Nada, no pescado, no meat, no nothing. Damn. Oh my yeah.
2: God.
1: For how long?
0: For most of my life. Really? My mother was like the solid vegetarian and she kept it like that for us for a long time and I would sneak out. That's that Cali in you. That's yeah, that California that's the in you. California. <laughs> no. the wow, California. so like plot twist. Yeesh. So. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's not the first time I get this. No, it's
1: just I mean, we we totally understand. My mother's a vegetarian. But, you know, she grew up from Puerto Rico so you know si. it's when you when you tell people that you're boricua and you're a vegetarian you usually well, get the raised eyebrows you what
2: so you don't eat pasteles you know what Vegetarian vegetarian every
0: family has one exactly yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> bueno, mi amor no te preocupes every family has <laughs> one vegetarian telling you ever since my
1: mother became vegetarian like about 5 years ago my father is
0: whoo,
1: that man is hating life
0: ay <laughs> oh, dios mio imagínate no and (laughs) And I get it. And I get it because I am like the producer of great meat dishes. Yes. And I'm a butcher. It just is. I've been cooking so long in my life now that I believe that I can cook in my head without really like testing dishes or seasoning them. And other people test them? No. I serve them to my guests directly. Yes. And I like to shoot from the hip. Shit, man. I I have the menu. The menu's... I believe serves its purpose and it serves the restaurant's vision properly. But I like to cook freestyle. Yes. When someone comes in and they say like, uh, oh, you know, we have these, this, that. And I go like shh, 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 step back. We're cooking freestyle word. And then w- what happens is this sort of uh, magic, this culinary magic. Alchemy. It's alchemy. It's it's art. It's conceptual. I mean, it's it's all of the above. You can send any message you want, you know, with the way the plate looks. And then there's a second treat. It's got to taste amazing. Mm. And then the guests taste that shit and they go like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this fucking guy? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I don't mean to like, oh, my God. Uh, and I, my public don't talk like you're some kind of culinary god. And I'm not. You know, the truth of yeah. the matter is, cooks grandmas moms aunts they all feel it and yeah. professional chefs get to feel that that sort of rich beautiful feeling when someone takes a bite of your food and they close their eyes and they go like holy oh, fu- mother fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah birth that's the truth the, the, the whole thing big bang theory Comes into play sometimes for certain people. You gotta be good. You gotta be good. Listen, all the young chefs out there listening, I know there's a few of you out there now. Oh shit! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do your thing.
2: Yep.
1: Hey, I feel that. I feel that too, man. I mean, I, I definitely eat meat, but I, I fuck with vegetarian and you vegan food all the time. You never wish that
2: you could try your own meat dishes,
0: hmm. or because
2: is it because you can, you can create something equally as pleasing for you, vegetarian?
0: Definitely. I think I think I think when a vegetarian comes into my restaurant and says, oh, well, there's nothing quite on the menu that I like. I say, wait a minute. You just said my favorite thing
2: like that's the best thing you could have said,
0: because now it challenges me to really take them away. to Somewhere exciting on the plate. And vegetarians have this like thing where they go out to dinner and people offer them a baked potato and broccoli. And that's fine because I love baked potatoes and I love broccoli. But I tell you what, it's not what I went out to dinner for. I went out to dinner for something exciting. Yep. Absolutely.
2: I'm not spending money for some shit that I could buy at Publix.
0: And, you know, you do it because everyone else is having their exciting, delicious, chef-driven dish, and you get a potato. Yep. So I work extra hard. For the vegetarians. And do something spectacular. And now it's only gotten more complicated because now there's people who are vegans and there's people who just want this or that and it it's what drives a chef anyway you know wow. it's you know, not it, your favorite thing to hear when you're packed and busy but you do
1: it it's funny you mentioned that we just went to brunch this morning with a friend of ours who's staying I was with thinking us that too. and she's vegetarian and pretty much that kind of situation happened today you know she's looking at the brunch menu and we are all three the other three of us are just like oh yeah we're going to get this appetizer and we're gonna get this appetizer too and we're gonna do this for our entree and she's just looking at the menu and just realizing pretty much the only thing she can get is french toast yeah Yeah. that's it and the french toast didn't come with anything else it's just french toast that's it right and i i felt her pain in that moment you know it was uh it was either the french toast or the salad or the salad or the the egg sandwich with the bacon removed because there was bacon on it you know But what if she had been vegan and then she can't even eat the eggs? She can't even
0: have the eggs or the bread
1: or the exactly or the bread. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's it's complicated or the French toast. (laughs) But that's exactly why I believe that, you know, and you know what? What's what's a wonderful thing about Orlando is you really have to keep that in mind. Sometimes I think I should do a secret vegetarian menu. Why don't you just to bring them in?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You'll be like, oh,
0: my God, I heard you have a secret vegetarian menu. And you know what? It probably would drive the meat eaters if it was that high a culinary experience. But I mean, I feel I like agree.
1: I, I I see both sides of the argument. You know, when you have like, I guess you your you're crazy vegetarians versus your regular vegetarians. It's <laughs> the same thing with meat eaters. There's crazy meat eaters as Oof. opposed to regular meat eaters. Mm-hmm. You know, like I enjoy eating what I eat. I love eating vegan and vegetarian cuisine as much as I do eating meat. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking batter people over the head with no, that. No. You know, right? Like, nobody wants to hear that shit, man. No, and
0: precisely why a chef can't really necessarily start preaching that stuff. Once again, I, I make it very clear that I'm good cooking anything. Yes. And I'm a nasty. Motherfucking butcher. <laughs> all right. and, and, and you know, and so it's, it's not
2: that the whole like working with meat bothers you. Not at all. It's just because traditionally you didn't grow up that way.
0: Yeah. And furthermore, I think I just have a better relationship with my garden and my dogs and right. life uh, and myself. And, that's cool. And really, because I can put on a lot of weight. I mean, I have been a meat eater in the past and probably weighed the most I'd ever weighed in my life. I oh, was damn. weighing about almost 300 pounds. Go oh, figure. wow. You know, like death. I feel like that. Wow. Not. I feel that. And mm-hmm. so there comes a point where you say to yourself, like, and you see it. You see people who, are like, and you go, like, oh my God. And it's not necessarily what they're eating, it's how it's prepared. Mm. True you that. Know? And so, whatever. You know, I get it. So I'm just, once again, just trying to. Trying to even make my meat dishes like with lots of vegetables, you know. And we're in Central Florida here in Orlando, and, and you know we what? We got a lot
2: of great vegetables.
0: There's nothing more like exciting for a chef than to see just the amount of vegetables and farms working to boot to put out spectacular vegetables. There's a right. lot
1: of good local shit coming out of out of Central Amazing.
0: Florida. That is for sure. So
1: I'm assuming all the all of the stuff at the the restaurant is is coming from. Local, local peeps.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I you know, I can't say 100 percent because, you know, your onions are your onions and they yeah. came yeah. from somewhere, honestly. You, yeah. yeah. you want to say California, you want to say wherever, But yeah, some of the specialty stuff, the winter radish, you know, the the, the nasturtium leaves Ooh. that are something oh, wow. very unique, you know, and very beautiful to use on a plate. These things are all grown locally. I don't know what it is about radishes, but I just love them so goddamn much. I know, much. they're beautiful. Right? And, and you know and nothing more than like like a takwan like the japanese daikon that's pickled
2: Ooh, wow Love pickled that radish right Ooh, we make damn. we
0: make a kimchi and we add radish to our kimchi oh. at, Shit. at the buddha yeah. it's 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 pretty funk. And I always say, embrace the funk. If you're going to eat, you know, embrace the funk. Don't hold back. Let it be stinky. Let it be tasty. I mean, you don't go to a cheese tasting and you say to yourself, well, I don't want the blue cheese. Right. Or I don't want the port salute. It's going to, you know, it's going to be strong. Funky as hell
2: and delicious.
0: And funky. And
2: funky. It's an experience, guys.
1: In a past life, I used to do uh, prep work a restaurant in town nice. as well and I just remember that was always the joke of opening opening the blue cheese it was just like opening a bag of farts every time <laughs> yeah, well, but you, know, gotta, you gotta embrace that well, though.
0: embrace it and the radish doesn't fall far behind it I tell doesn't you, what, you leave stinky. a radish the stink spirit <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> and I'll look at my cooks the in the morning spirit we'll be like setting up the line in the morning and I'll like dump the water from the radishes you know to like like shave them and the cooks all look at me and they'll say like chef was that you and it's like dude it's the fucking radish water get <laughs> out of here you know it's just just meant to be messed around kitchens are exciting that way you know they're like a tough everyone fucks with everyone kind oh, of place yeah. you know as oh, you yeah. know as you know
1: for sure it it's a almost a proving ground i
0: feel like
1: people people yeah. are trying it's, it's to one-up l- each it's other lord
0: of the fucking flies mate it is rough as it gets the cock shell yeah
1: shit Ain't, ain't no such thing as a conch shell in the kitchen. That is for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My God. Wait, so you said 99.5% yeah. Percent yeah. vegetarian. Yeah, the other five, the other five, right? What's that? Yeah, you caught on to five, when,
0: And she did, and I'm going to share it, and, and everyone's going to go like, oh, well, no, not quite. You know what? When I go dine somewhere and uh, a chef or like knows me from the, like coming to the restaurant or whatever, and they send you a meat dish, because I'm not one to announce, you know? I'm not going in there saying, I'm vegetarian, man. Don't send me nothing yeah they'll send a meat dish. I'm not gonna deny it you know okay if you know if someone sends me a piece of fish that's spectacular like ah he grade sushi A1 style tuna and they say you gotta try this. Well, you know what I'm a man who lives life mm-hmm. I'm willing to try it yep. right. You know what I'm saying right. right. But it's not something that I go out and I dine somewhere and say, like, bring me the porterhouse, the 18 ounce porterhouse, because that looks really good. (laughs) So all you chefs out there, you know, if you're listening,
1: don't send this man meat.
2: (laughs) Don't send this man no motherfucking meat. Get creative with your shit.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and once again, chefs, you know, do your thing. I mean, because, you know, chefs they have to bow so much to their guest you know and to be a successful yeah. restaurant you have to serve your guest while trying to express themselves at the same time and trying to fulfill that that place that, that they're searching for you yeah. know and as a chef so yeah i mean but ultimately you you find a, as when you become an older chef you realize that there is this creative place there is this sort of even place where you give in to your guest and as a young chef, you never do. It's it's kind of horrific, but it's true. Young chefs never give in to their guests.
2: What do you mean by that?
0: They never say like, "I will not change the you know the potato for the the quinoa." Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. You know it's not happening. Tell them to leave. You <laughs> know crazy shit like yeah. that. But an older chef says like, "Of course, and we'll make it wonderful for them," and just get past it. You know, I mean the kitchen's a crazy place, and the chef world is a crazy place. Yep. You know, I like to say that uh, we're like free of ego, but I probably farthest mm, from the truth. Not so <laughs> much. <Yeah. laughs> probably farthest from the truth, and we know we're not ego But in the kitchen, there's this moment where you're just like, "That's it. It yeah. is what it is." Yep. Rough.
1: It can be brutal <laughs> as rough. fuck in the kitchen, man. Yeah. Brutal as fuck. I I definitely remember some choice choice times where you're just. You have that moment where you you just walk away from everything and you're in the dish pit or some shit, yeah. and you're just thinking to yourself, man, fuck this shit. I'm about to leave right now. Fuck this. If, yeah. if they don't like hear what I'm saying and this is the response I'm gonna get, right. I'm done. And then you get over it and you get right back to your shift and that's it. That's <laughs> how it works.
0: Well, and there's that pride, you know, that 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 camaraderie, that 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 sort of like. I've got to serve my purpose to this dish, to the guest. You know, because ultimately, that's what makes you who you are in the kitchen, in a yes. restaurant, is your guest. So you have to be there to do that. And you know, ultimately, that's what drives you. Even as a young cook who says, fuck this shit, these guys are assholes. You know, the chef is impossible. He'll never see it. You find that what really drives you is that. You yeah. got to start learn you you learn eventually to
1: start taking in constructive criticism as well as opposed to
2: getting offended. Yeah,
1: exactly. Getting getting offended to, you know, somebody possibly, you know, cuz most of the times these people are offering suggestions that could be helping you out in the long run. Right. Especially when like you were saying, you know, somebody asks you to to change a certain item for something, you know, you should be looking at that as a a challenge instead of an obstacle that just like, oh, come on, man! Like, what the fuck? Why can't you just have it like the way I wanted it to be? Right. Yeah. And you know, just take it as a challenge to just adapt to that person and be like, well, you know what? I'm gonna make what I make for you taste even better than what I did in the first place. In that case, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you, you good, you good. Let's take a break. Oh, uh, no, 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 we, we got this. I, I, I can explain my situation with my back over to the left that way. Yeah, and. Okay. Uh Yeah, I, I gotta explain the situation with my back and my eye. Because explain. We haven't really talked at all Let's since uh, it. since it happened. Because the last episode that we recorded was right before I got the shit in my eye. So, people at home, I know you're probably thinking about the shit that I got in my eye that was the concrete that happened the day that we recorded with Chap, old Chap the Artist.
2: But how, Steezy?
1: But how? Oh, the uh, which one? The but second how? time or the first time?
2: Uh, Both times. Because I think
1: people are thinking, well, I, we already explained the first time. I think people are just thinking right now because we haven't got a chance to talk about the second time. So, for some reason, I don't know why, my body has been against me for like a three-week period. I get concrete in my right eye that stays in there for a week. Corndog eventually holds me down and flushes it out of my eye with... Excuse me, many repeated attempts with water. Finally gets it out. A week later, I get some fucking dust in my eye. Just dust. Not doing anything, not doing anything at all. Wearing safety glasses at the time, mind you. Completely protected because the first time when I got the concrete in my eye was not wearing safety glasses, I said, okay, I'm going to take a lesson from this. I'm going to wear my safety glasses everywhere I go. Even if I go piss in the porta potty I'm going to have my safety glasses on not even close to anyone whatsoever, and I get fucking dust in my eye with the safety glasses on. What the fuck is that shit?
2: And so what happens when you get the dust in your eye? What comes of this? So I have
1: saline solution and some washing materials in my truck from the first time I got shit in my eye, which is only a week before this. Did you
2: bring the wash kit?
1: I did not bring the wash kit, no. Should have had the wash kit You need to keep that in your truck. Yeah, apparently so, yeah. So I get the dust in my eye. I try to wash my eye out with saline, all this shit, with water. I think it's good as I'm getting to the end of the day. This is a Friday. As I'm getting towards the end of the day, it feels like I blinked whatever was out, you know, whatever was in my eye out. Mm -hmm. I, I feel good about it. I go to sleep. I wake up Saturday morning, and the eye is fucking crusted over. It's sticky. It's closed. And I say, oh, great. Cool. I got fucking pink eye, basically
2: fuck the conjunctivitis came full force
1: yeah for my ass that is for sure
2: and so we get to the urgent care we're talking about the time that (laughs) he got he has to go to the ER this is
1: last weekend not not this weekend's hospital trip this is last weekend's hospital trip we've
2: had like fucking fun packed weekends for the past couple yeah I mean I think that this is a sign that next weekend is going to be fucking lit like we haven't gone out in a hot minute because I hope of so, his injury I don't want
1: to I don't want to go to the fucking hospital again this is two times in one week now basically
2: I don't think you will I mean I, I think, think th- your
1: microphone might be off yeah oh, there it is there it go yeah, <laughs> it is what it is <laughs>
3: um,
1: uh, so we so yeah I wake up I have the the fucking eye infection going on amazing stuff happening yep. and we get to the urgent care and they proceed to try to wash out my eye they put some shit in my eye to make it glow in the dark and corndog said it was the coolest thing she's ever oh, seen was in so her fucking life cool ew. i didn't get to see it it, it yeah.
2: was all goopy and glow in the dark under a black light it was really cool how is that cool
1: and my eye is fucking goopy that oh my
2: god because like it was glowing
1: yeah, whatever. Anyways. It was
2: awesome.
1: So <laughs> right after they finish looking in my eye and determining there's nothing in it, it starts hurting like crazy. It is just so much pain. And the, the I tell them that I feel something in my eye. I can feel it still in my eye. So they hold me down and they force my eyelids open and they start running a Q-tip oh, no. on the underside of my eyelid to Ooh. try to find. Ooh, yeah. Oh, One of the most painful experiences I've I've ever had, I got to say. So I entered urgent care at a, you know, when they ask you when you go into the doctor, they're like, what's your pain at? You know, what's your level? You know, I entered urgent care at a one. I'd say I left there probably at a seven. Damn. Yes. It was not my most favorite day. That is for sure. And then a week later, you're back. Oh, well, that's not even the end of that story. No, because right after that, I, I went to the ER. I was like, fuck the urgent care. I'm, I'm just going to the ER. Right. I'm going to the actual doctor. So we go to the doctor, and lo and behold, they pretty much do the exact same shit. Uh, they, they put the glow-in-the-dark shit in my eye. They force my eye open, and they say the same thing. They say they can't find anything in there. So it
0: was a scratch of sorts, maybe.
1: I guess they said that they couldn't see any scratches. Wow. So I'm not sure. Maybe I think they were just saying that it was just super irritated or I I don't fucking know. Basically, they just sent me home with some antibiotics and they were like, well, you know, we fucked with your eye for an hour and we didn't see anything. So, yeah.
0: And at least you can still see and you're good. Exactly. I mean, from my observation, you look fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. the, The eye is much better now at this point. That is for sure. Um that was an interesting situation. oh be-
0: yeah, the eye is nothing to mess with.
1: No man, be I mean, a lot of people were telling I went to the the Orlando City game the next day afterwards and I'm on the antibiotics and all that shit and you know, a lot of people say that you know, drinking on antibiotics is bullshit and, yeah, right. and that it's going to ruin, you know, Forget it, it 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 won't ruin Don't the Don't believe it. Exactly. But I'm telling these people, I'm like, dude, this is my fucking eye. Yeah. I'm
0: not gonna drink alcohol right well, now. I'm sorry, but you know, I would probably drink because of the injury.
1: Oh, trust me, that was the, that was the only thing on my mind. I was just like, I need a fucking shot. I need a shot right fucking now.
0: Now, I, and I'm an Orlando City fan myself, so that was a painful game to watch too. Oh, the Atlanta. That was the Atlanta game. Yes, Yuck. It Was a uh, very painful, very painful. Right. And you know what I mean but I mean because it seems like Atlanta truly wants to become Orlando's rival Oh yeah most definitely. I mean and after maybe last season it could be the case and after this loss it could very well be the case. Oh yeah
1: especially with how the fans reacted at the yeah. end of the game yeah. that's gonna pretty much set that one in stone yeah. Until, yeah until at least Miami gets a football club and then we'll see what goes with that but as of right now it's it's pretty much Atlanta Orlando head right. on. Uh, So, I get the, the ointment, all that shit. So, uh, you have you ever had your eyes dilated before? Yeah. Okay, so. It's the worst. At the ER, usually it's only for four hours, six hours, you know. At the ER, they put so much shit in my eye to dilate it Ugh. that it was dilated for 24 hours. That's fucked. So, I was at the Orlando City game <laughs> with an eye patch on. At the sideline, watching this fucking game with one eye,
0: dilated the whole time.
1: Yikes. It was an experience, to say the least. Well,
0: and it messes with your psyche, you know? I mean, like, will I stay like this?
1: Exactly. And I've... It also, you know, it, it makes you feel weird when you're walking around with a fucking eye patch and everybody is staring at you. You right. know, it, it definitely messes with you. You try not to think about was it. Was it like a black pirate patch? No, it was just a big gauze patch mm. with tape over it. Yeah, I would have gone with the black pirate patch. I wanted to also. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wanted to also. But there's just so much shit. Oozing out of my oh, eye. Oh wow,
0: that's serious. Yeah, yeah, I don't it, know, fuck that. It
1: was gnarly to say the least. Well, so man,
0: you got over it. I'm here witnessing it, folks. Exactly, good.
1: exactly. So that was the eye, and now we get to the now we can get to the back thing. Back is the worst. Jesus Christ, man. So this is the thing that pisses me off about this. I, like I said, I did prep work for three years in, in a restaurant, so I know how to lift things. I know how to lift boxes and move boxes without hurting myself. So, oh, she okay, corn dog. All, all right, you coming at me with that bullshit now? What, you you got something to say? You got something to say?
2: You didn't live with your pelvis.
1: It's, wh- you lift with your knees. You lift
2: with your knees and you follow with your pelvis. That's knee, pelvis, upper body. That's what I did. It's the, wow. tri- it's the trinity. It's the three. It's the. Oh,
0: I didn't even know that. That's yeah, what, that's that's
1: sure. where that's, that's what,
2: where the all the thrusting power comes from.
1: Well, that's what I well from the pelvis. Obviously, we all know thrusting comes from the pelvis. Come yeah, on there's power behind that. Come on. So we, gotta, we know so how, you got
2: to knees, bend your knees, thrust your pelvis upward as you're lifting up and then your torso follows. I'm
1: pretty great at thrusting my pelvis. Yeah. And so Boom. I'm
2: surprised
1: you weren't <laughs> using it. <laughs> so I go, I bend over. To pick up a cooler that's completely empty first thing in the morning this Thursday, uh, about three days ago. First thing I do in the morning after I, uh, I'm, I'm getting to work. I'm not working, so it's not a workman's comp thing, people, sadly.
2: Definitely wasn't working.
0: Oh, God, no. You don't want to be involved with all that. No, oh,
1: that has drug tests and shit like that. I'm not trying to do all that. What nonsense. a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, none of that.
0: Unless, of course, they're providing you with some good drugs. That's another story. Exactly. You, know? I mean, you get a right. like, good line of some things, then other- you're good. <laughs> yeah.
1: But other than that, I want nothing to do with it. Uh, so I, I lift this cooler that's completely fucking empty. It's light as can be and i'm thinking you know i'm gonna lift this little cooler and put it right over here about 10 feet away next thing i know as i'm lifting up my back just spasms out so painfully i drop the cooler i scream fuck at the top of my lungs for the entire world to hear Mm -hmm. And I uh, watch as a bunch of grown men just stand and watch me.
2: Stand and stare at you? Yeah, I
1: just <laughs> hover yeah. in pain. I Assholes. now I now know what all of the old men that are hobbling around and can not walk correctly, I know what they are going through. After the past few days and not being able to walk correctly just because of your fucking back, right. that shit is crazy, man. Fucking yeah. terrible. It's the first time I've ever actually like thrown out my back like that. And that was an
0: eye-opening experience, I have to say. Yeah, I don't think I've ever thrown out my back. But I have had back issues. And they suck. Oh, it's the it's worst. It's not good. It's but definitely... I sleep on the floor for that reason.
2: Really? You sleep yep, on the floor?
0: Forever. No bed. Damn. You
2: don't have a bed? Nope. But Just don't have a bed?
1: Nope. See, we got, we were gifted a sleep number. Oh, uh, I know, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No bad. So this is the difference between myself and corn dog. I'm basically sleeping on the floor on my side. Okay, because it's like I <laughs> have it as yeah as hard, hard as possible, yeah. and her shit is like a hammock. So yeah. it's like a my side is a mountain and hers is just a fucking. So valley. our bed
2: is like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I love feeling like I'm in a cocoon. Like I think the only thing that could probably be better than sleeping in a hammock is like sleeping in like a giant spider web
0: or a waterbed maybe water a bed. waterbed a waterbed could be cool she's all about the waterbeds i am i mean they're so 70s i love it Yeah. especially with the whole furniture thing around it right like the whole thing The get up
2: like a spinning waterbed <laughs> oh, like Wait. an austin powers <laughs> with like fuzzy fucking i fuck with that chairs And it's like so a heart are you
0: you sleeping with a pillow at all or is it just floor well yes i sleep with a pillow but just floor for the most part you sleep on the
2: floor put a sheet on the floor and that's it yeah or just sleep on your carpet
0: pretty much no and i have i have like hardwood floors and polished cement floors downstairs so either way damn what yeah and i don't have any particular place where i like to sleep i like to sleep in different parts of the house are you serious yeah (laughs) <laughs> <That's what's wrong. laughs> so what a weird guy. <laughs> so is there a Not bl- even? I mean, it's just like of those. I want to things- come to your house and be like, <laughs> "You can no, I have no furniture.
1: That's the other part. You definitely cannot call him weird because you, on multiple occasions, <laughs> have asked us. Have asked me to yes. put up the fucking air mattress over there, so you can sl- sleep in the living room.
2: Sleep
0: in the living room, because
2: you- I like to have forts. I like to do a fort. I like to put up sheets and make a big fort like we're in Narnia. And not
0: yeah, only that's that, cool. I can dig that. Not
2: only that, we've
1: slept on the floor too. Yeah, not even with that. Not times. even with the air mattress, we've slept on the floor.
2: We've done it, uh, but <laughs> not by like. Usually, it's because she we pass as she calls out.
1: you weird. Yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. I wanna, don't don't I wanna... take that shit
0: from her. No,
2: I'm not I judging. I'm I think it's great, but. I want to know more about this no furniture thing. Sound What's the deal? Judgy. Are you a minimalist?
0: Uh, minimalist? Yeah, I, I, I could sound so cool to say yes. No, definitely. It <laughs> has more to do with the savagery of my beagle. <laughs> ah. She ruins everything. And when I say I have no furniture, I have two chairs and they're all bit up, and ripped up. You literally. have two chairs in your house. Yeah, two chairs.
2: You don't have any like li- living room furniture? No. No No TV, coffee table?
0: No coffee table, no nothing. Damn, it's, hell yeah. It's like a... Like a super, like, sleep zone. And, like, it's it's, it's a kennel, quite frankly.
2: Do you have, (laughs) like... like
1: a good little meditation area, though. Hey, You know? Do you have
2: a dresser? No. And a closet?
0: No, I have closets. Yeah, I just dump everything in there. And I keep everything else on top of my washer and dryer. You know? What? Yeah, yeah. I want to
2: go to your house and see this. It's right down the street. Yeah, so (laughs) I, I think we need to take a field trip one day. Steezy's Trap House goes to... The chef's house. Well, I'm sure. No. It,
1: I'm sure it's interesting to walk in here and then just see shit everywhere. Yeah,
0: no, we're but super. it's nice. Clear. It feels so. It feels so nice. It feels so homey. It's like nice. I go like, oh, and the studio's beautiful. And I say to myself, wow, look at these people. They live so well. This is so nice. Oh, you know? <laughs> I love it. I really do. And, you know, I, then I go to my house, my kennel, which, you know, I, I, I enter my kennel and we, we discuss what we're going to do. We go for our walk. We maybe order a pizza. I don't know. Is that
2: what you're going to do tonight?
0: Uh, my belly's getting out of line. I got to get back in the gym. Yeah. Uh, but dude. yeah, I think I always say this. Oh, one more night of pizza, then I'm going on the diet. <laughs> And the beers, the beers, the I mean, beers I, will I, get you. Well, I have like Orlando Brewing. They just really <sighs> brought their 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 I four IPA. Oh, buddy! Into the house, and <laughs> and I'm just like, oh wow, really? This is like really good. So <laughs> you
1: can't not drink it. You well, know. you know, and I'm a
0: tequila guy too. So I do tequila beer, tequila, 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 tequila beer. Jesus. <laughs> So, I keep things real. I mean, I, and, I, and I have an old saying a cook works his whole life. He works his whole life so he can have a restaurant. He has a restaurant so he can own a bar. All right. Mm. I feel that. I feel that. Ah, yeah, is the that
3: weed. the thing? <laughs> you own yeah,
2: a bar?
0: I sure do. I own two. That's the beauty of my restaurant. One is in the basement in the speakeasy, one is upstairs, but. That's awesome.
1: The bar. Yeah, buddy. Hey, can we get the
2: password after the show for the speakeasy?
0: Absolutely.
1: Now, I don't understand you two people and your love for tequila. It is not
0: not a thing that I I can do.
2: It's the only thing Hmm. I can drink consistently and not become a fucking crazy asshole.
0: But what do you drink that she can't drink? Is it whiskey?
2: He... You drink whiskey. You I'll drink whiskey. Let, I'll let
0: her
1: speak. Yeah, I, I, I drink whiskey. You're, you, f- you look like you're going to say something else, though.
2: No. Um, I guess if I get too vodka drunk, I get mm. a little bit on edge. Whiskey, I'm just like whiskey and tequila. I'm just like really friendly. But vodka, if I'm drinking too much vodka, and I think it's something that I've been conditioned to feel like from college days, you know, if I drink too much vodka, I just get really like, OK, I have this alter ego. Her name is Claire. She wow. hasn't come out since I've moved to Orlando, but she used to come out all the time in college. Her name was Claire. She was a blonde. She <laughs> drank vodka like it was nobody's business. All news to me. And <laughs> then Claire moved. Well, Claire kind of died when she moved to Florida or she went to rehab. I'm not sure. Mm. But um, yeah, so she it, like it was not pretty. But I I can heard,
1: I've heard nothing good about Claire, so I'm glad I've never met her.
2: She's not cute at all. Wow, <laughs> this is
0: wild. I love it.
2: <laughs> so
0: Claire, Claire, all, all and, the alter egos, corn dog,
2: Claire, corn dog, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There's another one too. There's a, there's another one in there. Who's my other one? Viper.
2: Viper. Oh, Aunt Viper. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. They used <laughs> to call me Aunt Viper it in college. Ne- it
1: never
0: stops. She's got all the alter egos. That yeah. was another
2: one. College is crazy, man.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna age myself. What's your sign?
2: I'm a Gemini.
0: Gemini. Your birthday's coming up.
2: It is May 28th.
0: Oh, really? What's your sign? I'm like the Cancer.
2: The Cancer is good. I'm a Cancer. <laughs> my be- all my my best friends a Cancer. Well, so, Gemini
0: Cancer works. It does. It's some of my best friends, my business partner. 28th as well.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, like next week. HBD, yeah, happy birthday. You're right. Totally, man. And what's your
0: sign? I am a Scorpio. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Does Sc- it? Cause she, yeah. She,
2: he. Well, it makes sense in the in the sense that like I can handle you because you're very <laughs> intense. Okay, hold. But on I'm now. also very intense. Scorpio,
0: Scorpio, come on now.
1: What do you mean you you can handle me? I can handle your
2: fucking (laughs) antics. That's my antics.
0: That's a good thing, bro. I'd be proud to hear something like that. (laughs) Yeah, my antics. That's right.
2: Well, the Scorpio is a really interesting sign because the Scorpio is, I think, one of the only signs. There's maybe one more sign in the Zodiac that has different phases of evolution. So the Scorpio goes from the scorpion to the dove to the phoenix. Wow. And so like it's a really beautiful transformation in the early stages of the Scorpio if you're into astrology. The personality traits are kind of a little bit more rigid. Um, Very much uh, like very just typical what you would read about like the negative aspects of a Scorpio. But actually what you find is that in terms of like manifestation of your goals and dreams, Scorpios are one of the top signs. Yeah. And they also have like very high sex drive. So like Scorpio is very it's a very, very powerful sign, you know, um, <laughs> 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 it's a very powerful, powerful sign if they choose to use their energy wisely.
1: Oh, I use my energy wisely. You can use it wisely. But so in the process of
2: evolution, like the ultimate Scorpio is like able to manifest all of their goals and dreams. They're not so rigid as they are stern and disciplined. um, And they are able to really get shit done and be like phenomenal lovers. So you're on your way.
0: Oh. oh, oh. But they got a rough sting. They have
2: a very rough sting, and that's the the whole, like, the Scorpion aspect of them. So, like, Scorpio Phoenix stuff, you know, they do have the tendency to revert back into the Scorpion part um, where, like, you know, like, it's just kind of no holds barred. There's no filter They don't give a fuck what they say without without realizing consequences of their actions and their words. That doesn't sound
1: like me at all. all. (laughs) (laughs)
2: What? But, you know, it's it's very interesting because people talk a lot of shit on astrology, right? People talk a lot of shit. And, like, I get it. You know, it's metaphysics. It's not anything that can be scientifically proven, even though it does have to do with where the moon is at when you were born. and It changes all that stuff. It is scientific, but I also understand why people don't believe it. Well, you know, like (laughs)
0: the whole thing with the full moon. You know, people say, no, the full moon doesn't affect me. I say, the full moon affects the ocean and the tides. How does it not affect you? Right. Exactly. Give me a break. And our
2: bodies are (laughs) 70% water. If the moon is affecting water, bitch, you think it's not really affecting you? Get the fuck out of here. That's
0: why it's my excuse to really... Either like I lock myself down <laughs> or I cut the fuck loose. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, I do have a wild fucking side, dude, which, is, yeah. which is legendary. Well, you're folks. a moon baby. <laughs> I'm a so moon baby.
2: the moon is your ruling. Wildness. Yeah, dude. So do you do? You, are you a drum circle person?
0: Uh, no. I, I, You know, I'm a, am a, am so kitchen. I don't do anything. I'm super I, kitchen. I don't do shit. <laughs> It's like I live in the kennel and I go to my kitchen.
1: So when does the wild side come out then? Every night.
2: At the bar. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> We're there.
0: You We're guys serving. should host
2: do you guys should host a drum circle? Oh Buddha, full moon drum circle.
0: I can do that. Well, as long as the all the the drum circle fun comes with it, duh, yes. then I'm down. Yeah, duh. You know what 100%. I'm saying? And you know what? It's not even like something like, yeah, I'll be into it spiritually. Even I'll even do the dance. Yeah, because I can do the dance.
2: Dude, <laughs> fucking do the dance. You guys should totally have it. It's already like a basement, weird speakeasy kind of metaphysical, you know, magical vibe. You're
0: absolutely right. And you know the, the basement is haunted there.
2: I know. That's what I love about that whole area. Yeah,
0: isn't it like that whole run of shit right there on yeah. Church
1: Street is yeah. pretty much haunted?
0: Well, I can tell you from personal experience, that basement is haunted as fuck. Really? <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened? Well, you know, i want so to get know the happened, know You thing? know, I had another I had another phone that died. I can't even get any of my pictures or anything, but I had a movie and I was taking a picture and you know what it goes live, it captures uh-huh. some moments, yes. and then it takes t- it was in live and it, I click it and it's flash on. And I'm like, okay, flash on. That's not what I wanted. So I click it again, no flash, take another picture. And I start to check and I see the flash one. I see this fucking orb. Orbs. Like, and this sound, it goes meow, like it was metallic. Wow. And I said, like, get the fuck out of here, all right? You know? <laughs> but I kept looking at it and looking at it and it couldn't explain it. So that's one. Other things are far more just energy. You know, I feel this energy. I would spend a lot of time in my basement when I built the restaurant. I constructed it. You know, I had a few people help me, but I pretty much did a lot of the work myself. And I would sit in that basement. I mean, I would... Knowing end, it was haunted? End my day.
2: <laughs> Roll a fat Philly. Yeah.
0: And chill out. And that's when I would get this intense vibe. And I don't want to say, oh, you were baked, dude. No. <laughs> It's because there was something going on in there. And you know what? To this day, I mean, sometimes I got to fight that motherfucker. Some days that ghost, that energy comes at me hard and it wants to ruin that restaurant. That Uh, restaurant is considered a jinxed restaurant. The devil
2: is a motherfucking lie.
0: And I will fucking break that jinx. Damn right. That's my game. That's what I bring to the table. So I had to make things clear to this spirit. And this spirit was just not going to have it. And sometimes it fights me. It wants the restaurant to not do well, but I'm sharing the space. You know, a lot of people go in there and they want to kick the spirit out. Right. It's, it's like, like you no, it was here before you. Kick the spirit out. It's, you said it. It's been there longer than you. So I say embrace the spirit, the dark and the good, and work with that shit.
2: Because there's always good in the dark.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? You know, one thing I like about Orlando, I think the dark. Is clearly around and people are cool with it. It's not something that people are all freaked out about, like yeah. you know, or you exploit.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, like they do in Portland or in uh, in Maine. Yeah, Portland, Maine. Yeah, they exploit the whole haunted witch thing. Or even in San Agustin. Don't hate on me, folks. But <laughs> Orlando doesn't. Orlando just accepts it. You know, and you know when I noticed it was during Halloween. You know, and there's a very very wild vibe in Halloween. You know, it's something yeah. very real. There is a
1: a thing that I I kind of stick to every Halloween, and that's to remain inside because (laughs) shit gets crazy on
0: Halloween, man. Man, I tell you what And I'm not even talking about the party reveling. I'm talking about like The energy. Oh yeah. Energy. Oh yeah. Shit pops off. Most, Most definitely. Shit. And Orlando just kind of like is all that. Oh, I love yeah. it about that, this place.
1: I never had that kind of vibe from like Halloween especially until I started living in Orlando. And it just like you said, it's not even like the crazy partying that happens because that definitely does happen on no, Halloween. No, definitely. But there's other shit in play that's happening. People are not themselves.
2: Oh, absolutely. And then you have Dia de los Muertos right, right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why... Honestly, like there's there's pagan holidays and, you know, like holidays within our culture that are not discussed really because of Christianity and stuff like that. But like that is made to to um, bridge the gap between the dead and the living, Yeah, no, you know, definitely. to bring them through. Halloween is one of those days traditionally where like you're supposed to have on your ofrenda, like the pictures of your people and pray for their peaceful passage to the physical realm so that, you know, they can they can experience life among us. You know what I mean? And so the energy is very, very real. And I think that people forget that in the midst of, like, getting so fucked up. But it's so interesting that, like, in your place particularly and especially on Church Street because there's so much high energy, the spirits are just, like, running wild. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. They're kind of just like, oh, shit, like, renegades. Like, let's go. You know what I mean?
0: Well, uh, definitely. We do a dining with the departed down there. Really? In the basement. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, where we go.
2: up, Dude.
0: Yes. (laughs) got to go on Halloween. Well, you know, and we, we, the basement has so much, it's become this art gallery right now. There's so much art in there. And what I love about it, guys, like Halsey comes into my, into my world we kind of like hook up via social media you know just become friends and this kid is just an amazing artist okay is that great. how
1: that happened yeah okay yeah i was gonna ask that actually because that that's yeah. how we that's how we yeah, were put absolutely. on that you know i asked halsey i was like I, I try to ask people you know if you know anybody else that's sure. doing cool shit you know feel free to send them my way he's like yeah i know this dude that's uh he's, he's cooking at this place downtown you should yeah. check it out
0: yeah halsey's a great kid you know and that's That's what makes him fun, you know, and he he has an incredible talent, you know, when he paints and he's a he's definitely a conceptual artist, you know, and and he's so young that you say to yourself, like, this is something I enjoy to witness. Not that I wanna capitalize on it, not that I want his work and I wanna try No, I just want to witness it because it's that exciting to me, you know. For sure. And that's what I love and so You know the restaurant has some of his work he's brought that that sort of vibe he painted this mural over our door at the front entrance and it was just all very once again organic it wasn't like hey dude i need you to paint this for me no it was never like that yeah and and it it really came about where i reached out to him on social media and said come eat i want you to eat my food you know i want i want you to ingest my vision and it becomes part of your life you know and uh and that's how I approach it, but you know, I said, Just come eat. So he comes to eat. He comes to eat. He enjoys. It's a little odd. i Didn't even know he got there. And then I finally said they said Oh, there's this kid out there, he's kinda of asking for you. I said, Oh yeah, let me Oh yeah, of course, shit, he was coming tonight. Go out there and I'm like, Hey man, whatever. You let me know and blah blah blah. Kid was I think impressed that I was just willing to let him have a good time. Not nothing in return. Just be talented, man. You know? So he brings me a work of art and we just hit it off from that. And it was just like I say to myself, this is someone who he does his art like myself but different, but from the heart. He's mm.
1: very intriguing. That is for sure. He's a great kid. We'd He's hung smart. out we'd hung out with him a couple times before we did the episode with him, but when we did that episode, we really like got down to some shit and I mean quickly too. He's real as fuck. Yeah. He, he yeah. is very real and mature for his age. Yeah, definitely. I don't even understand it. Sometimes I was just like, man, I think, I like, think
0: he fights his maturity. He likes to stay young, but you yes, know. he does. <laughs> but it's
2: like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And just like the development of Halsey is like, holy shit. Like, Wow. It's it just like you said. That's a it's, work of art in itself. It, it you know? is
1: some shit to just experience and just kind of be like you know just to sit back and just take in while it's happening.
0: And he, I mean, he's like one of my regulars. He comes to the bar all the time. He eats with us all the time. And and he's I'm always like whenever we throw a party, I'm like, come in, dude, let's party because we party hard together and we're just going <laughs> shot for shot. Oh damn! And all right, we get wild. Got, so yeah. I mean, this is this is this is who this kid has become to me. He's just okay. become like. So he's a good guy.
1: You know, we can we can we can come by and oh, go no. shot for shot. Oh, you no, know? no, no,
0: no, no. That's happening. No <laughs> oh, doubt di- you were <laughs> talking about going out. You've been you're ready to light it up. You were saying we've been out in days and I was already thinking, oh, yeah, that's right. Then maybe you should come see me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, the past two weekends, I have went out to the hospital, to the hospital or you know.
2: shut out. Wait, hold on. Quick <laughs> shout out or MC. You should sponsor our show. Um. oh yeah that's that's <laughs>
1: definitely on their their next list of things to do no
2: they have been really really good to us for the past couple times that we've been there so yeah shout out yeah sorry. sure uh,
1: thanks for the drugs appreciate that whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> i'll take those too. yeah damn right but no seriously uh i'm i am itching to get out and fucking go i know yeah I went, to out, the wall. I
2: went out last night shout out j mob dj j mob happy birthday dude Um, I went out with my homegirl, Tierney, the lyrical minister who is in the house. Not right now because she's at a she's at the Fringe Festival. She has a she's a featured artist at the Poetry Slam Nice over at the Fringe Festival. She's this dope. Oh, my God. Beyond words. Dope uh, freestyle poet and freestyle rapper. And so there were three events yesterday. Exodus United Inc., which is a local Florida nonprofit run by Simba Castano, um, they, they do uh, like arts programming to at-risk youth. And so they bring in spoken word, um, creative writing, poetry, freestyling, dance, photography to kids in the hood. So um, they have this platform to elevate themselves. So she had her art camp yesterday and Tierney was there and she was a featured artist there to kind of help the kids. And then after that, Tierney had another event where she was the featured poet at this um, Conscious Conversation literary series at three masks and like man the energy there was so fucking high so high so high but after that we went to j-mob's birthday celebration and on got Mills hella drunk. and got <laughs> hammered Love that. and so i mean it was such dope old school hip-hop last night and this woman is just so, so fucking fearless gets up on stage with a bunch of dudes like a bunch of really like awesome mcs and gets up on stage and just starts freestyling like it was amazing it was so dope but we wish steezy could could have been there no but no. he couldn't he and dying
1: on the couch with you know my back. so
2: i went out last night getting stoned he as wasn't hell. able to uh, i got
1: stoned on the couch i was fine yeah. yeah i think
0: that's good i mean as a man i would have to say yeah i can go for getting stoned on the couch <laughs> yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, not a terrible time you know i now, he passed out. When we say old school hip-hop, what are we talking about? We're
2: talking like late 80s, late 90s.
0: Late 80s, early 90s, like Q-Tip and yes, i yes. called Tw- Quest. And, yes, uh, indeed. Cool. And what about the old Africa Bombada and the Soul Sonic Force, all that? Yeah. Anybody into that freestyle? Universal I am, I am, most definitely. Nice.
1: Uh, I'd like to think that
0: hopefully they would have played a little bit of that last night. I'm sure they did. I Tyranny would know better than I. I wasn't there because... I have a feeling it's going gonna, to gonna make a little... Ch-ch-ch. Other than all that good trap stuff coming out of Miami. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Trap Star, this kid, he's got such a great style. You fuck with trap music? You know what? I'm into <laughs> just expression and modern, youthful expression, you know? And that is it. I agree. See, because, you know, at, at first, I I I grew up, you know, as a hip-hop head.
1: And, you know, you hear this shit coming in, and you're just like, man, this is... This is infringing on everything yeah. I know and love about hip hop. I want to refuse it and you just realize there's no reason to refuse it because if it's good music, it's good music. Yep. That's all that that's 100%. all that needs to be said. And you can still appreciate things for whatever they are, you know, if it, if it's something different and it's a completely different adaptation of something you love, you can still enjoy that. You don't have to be, you know, on this moral high ground nah, or man. whatever. Not with music. Nah, man. That's the same
0: with food. Exactly. Right, break exactly. the rules. Yep. So,
1: yep, because the, if you weren't breaking rules, we wouldn't have like some of the craziest, you know, mixings that that work so well today that people eat all the fucking time now. I mean, now You go to fucking IHOP and all these other shits, and almost every single breakfast place you go to has chicken and waffles on their menu. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The chicken waffle thing has become, like, part of the American dining lexicon.
1: Yep, almost definitely.
0: But it's good. Oh, yeah. I think it's a wonderful thing, you know. I like when kitschy sort of pop things become, like, part of the culture. They stick. Exactly, and that's, you know, ultimately what a chef's trying to do is get one of his dishes to just stick.
1: Yep. It's crazy to think about with the chicken and waffles because, you know, people just used to make fun of it as, uh, you know, like the thing you'd get at Roscoe's yeah. if, you're, if you're in the hood or whatever, you know? like That that was it. So good. 20 years later, 30 years later, you know? Ne- every fucking menu.
0: Yeah, and, and, and heavy fusion visions of it as well. Like, no, it's coconut syrup. <laughs> <laughs> We've well, got coconut syrup for you in a buckwheat waffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. And this is our chicken. <laughs> Love it. You know how so it is. It's beautiful. all Why They give you the, chi- not, right? you the yeah. chicken's name, too. The
2: chicken's name, right? Got a little tag. His name was Henry.
0: And he was loved. <laughs> 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 he was
1: fed on a nothing but a grass diet. <laughs> yep. all he that was shit. vegan.
2: Yep, exactly. So, okay, what's your favorite vegetarian dish? Mm. Do you do you cook for yourself at home?
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm the kind of guy who cooks like a fried egg on a white rice or something kind of just basic simple yeah simple or some kind of just soup you know i'm not one to like try to cook anything at home you know honestly because it's not built for that you know my restaurants where i really do my cooking it's built for that it's a studio you know of, of just flavors and ingredients and And, you know, and there's just multiple forms of fire and cooking methods, whether it be sous vide and temperature controlled water Mm. to, you know, a fucking nasty ass deep fryer. And it's not the nasty ass because it's dark and dirty. No, it's it's nasty ass because it's like fat, heated fat to 350 degrees. that just takes whatever Mm. you throw in it and just fries the fuck out of it, Mm. but makes it delicious because no one's going to deny my chimichanga egg rolls. Mm. All right. God, shit. Shit. I know how to feed the people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted.
2: So you're a fried egg on rice kind of
0: guy. Yeah, fried egg and rice kind of guy or just a salad. I'm a salad guy for sure. I'm the kind of guy who orders a pizza and a salad. Mm. I over marinate and season the salads. It gets soggy. Ah. Right. And I let it sit. And then my pizza gets sort of cold. So then I take the pizza <laughs> and I make like the classic pizza taco. Yep. And uh, fill it with all that all that sort of marinated, soggy onions and and maybe so if you're lucky, calamata olives and all these I'm great things. Shit. And it you're sounds, just like,
1: okay, yeah. See, I, at first I was like, wait, what? And then now now I'm back in. I'm see, definitely back in. See, because
0: nothing worse than saying like, I want pizza. I order cheese pizza always, just cheese, nothing else. All right. People like to say, no, give me the vegetarian pizza. And they don't realize that vegetables release a lot of water. And you get just soggy crust. Yeah. What could be worse than soggy crust? Ugh. So the whole thing, loving vegetables, loving it all. It's how I've been able to enjoy vegetables on my pizzas by making that soggy ass salad and putting it on my there pizza. There is such like thing a thing as taco. salad
2: pizza. I've had salad pizza before in the past, and it's really good. It's the same thing. It's like they chop up all the vegetables, and then they toss it in whatever dressing you want, and then they cook the pizza, and then they put the salad on it, and it's so good. It's so good. Fire. I mean, like,
0: one thing you'll get in, in, in Italy is, like, or even in New York, anywhere these days, I guess, just a big pile of rucola, uh, arugula on your pizza. Mm. Yum. Yep. La rucola. La rucola. Ooh. Good. Very life. good. So what is a uh, well, what
1: if you could have one thing cooked for you? Last meal type shit. Ooh. What are you feeling?
0: The last meal kind of thing. Wow, that's a tough one, because I'd like to say something along the lines of como mm. maybe. Get right in the mic Arroz con gandules, mm. you know, rice mm-hmm. with pigeon peas, which is like something very traditional from Puerto Rico. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That would be one of my last meals, just a huge (laughs) pot of it. If if it was something like you're going down because you did something wrong This is your last meal. If it was something, I'd say a pot of con gandule, bro, because I'm going to eat it all
2: (laughs) the (laughs) whole motherfucking thing.
0: And I would go out like that. Now, you know, if it was more, it's something let me think about this for a second. A fancy dish. A fancy dish? No. Maybe not, no, a, fancy not a fancy dish, a fancy but just dish. something. Fancy dish would be a plate of tagliatelle noodles with extra virgin olive oil and a fucking entire white truffle from Alba, Italy. I knew it. Just shaved on. The whole thing shaved onto those noodles. And I'd say, like, take me. <laughs> I am yours I'm, good now. I'm good now. We're good. <laughs> Whatever you say. It's all good. Or a canish. Oof. what's a knish? Mm, a knish a knish a mm. knish is a it's like a jewish like like pastry a knish and they they'll they'll either stuff it with potato like mashed potato with white pepper and or kasha which is buckwheat that's overcooked and then they wrap it and bake it and it's a, called a knish yeah buddy and it's amazing i i i love knishes in fact i make knishes knish? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I also make Bialis. That's one of those lost, you know, like Jewish bread traditions is the loss of the Biali, you know. So
1: I know the Kanish. You knish. have them on your menu? I don't know the
0: Biali. What's the Biali? Well, the Biali is like a, like, it's like same as bagel dough, you know. Okay. Ooh. And with the onion mixture, but they're baked as opposed to boiled and then baked. They're just baked and they're f- like got they a little fluffier huh. and they're lighter. Cause Ooh. you eat a bagel and you know you are dense, yeah. And you're just like, oh my god, you know. And, and who doesn't like just smear the shit out of their bagel with whether it be cream cheese, egg salad, chopped liver, whatever the case. You know, you just load you're it. You're piling shit on there. You're yeah. piling shit on there, and oh, you're yeah. macking this whole thing. So the bialy's just lighter. Word. And it's a baked. light
2: bagel.
1: I mean, I fucking know how dense a bagel is. Just cutting into that thing, you know, just
0: cutting in. A bagel in half is an experience in itself.
2: Guys, I'm getting hungry.
0: (laughs) Right? Well, that's what I do. If I can't make people hungry, then I go out of business. (laughs) You're all feeling hungry. You all all want to come to El Buda. You all want to come to El (laughs) Buda. Now, I do want
1: to mention that uh, there's this uh, every other week event going on in El Buda as well, correct?
0: We have several. Okay. We have a bad fortune, yes, which I love because it's once again it's that very very edgy art scene. That, that was that was
1: the one I was referring to, right? Yes. That
0: Halsey brings into the house. We also have a Tiki Tuesday we do once a month, and then we do a Wednesday party we call Culture. Okay, and that has uh, become a sexy. Hip hop trap in the basement and upstairs we do Latin House no sexy shit. sometimes, you know, salsita, un merenguito, <laughs> you know, and this is Wednesday? Drink. This is every Wednesday. And you it's a it and, and it's that a sounds, party. And cool. We have to yeah. start partying on the weekdays. And it's very sexy. Well, you know, sometimes people don't want to party on the weekends because the weekends are so dominated by and don't get me wrong, by the youth. Right. That you can party on a Thursday, a Wednesday, a Tuesday, a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you can party all you want. You, you know, be a little just, free. From, yeah, 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 from all the all the ruckus. Yes, right. most definitely. All
2: the kids who can't hold their liquor.
0: Right. Yeah, so exactly. It's a more sophisticated drunkenness. <laughs> You know? <laughs> absolutely which i'm game you know sophisticated drunkenness is definitely me
2: that's the name of the game
0: right yeah, it's a, you know you you gotta get there's levels to this shit you know yeah. you, you, you
1: sometimes you're just getting drunk and sometimes you're getting white boy wasted and then <laughs> sometimes you get to that elevated level of sophisticated drunkenness okay, okay bro and it's <laughs> like
0: it can be a twister You can really you know i I've, I've been known to get pretty out there
2: <laughs> that's awesome
1: that's what's up. I'm looking forward to these Wednesday
0: nights. I know. Shit. Well, you know, any night you come to El Buda and, you know, obviously you guys will have like massive VIP status. <laughs> oh. And that's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. Because when the chef says that, it's not like, oh, get him in the door. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> when you, When a chef says that, all of a sudden you're going to eat just an amazing meal. And you know what? I'll probably go freestyle. Oh. Just because I feel like. Oh. I'm inspired to to uh, I see your, your your operation here and I'm I feel like it's real I feel there's creativity behind it and, and just effort so therefore you deserve that kind of just thing. Like,
2: wow! Ooh. Oh my yeah. god! Not right? gonna say no. <laughs> Never. I <laughs> so appreciate I, that. You know, I
0: came in the chef coat, you know. I mean. Yeah, I see like, that. Yeah, it's in the old
2: top. Goats. He's like, we chilling. <laughs> just such an old. I really like this George Bush accent that yeah. <laughs> bringing up. I don't Fucking know, killing it. I don't man. know if it's George Bush. I don't know who it is, but I really like it.
0: I don't know. I just like to always like. I mean, I'm the man of a thousand like different voices. Many hats, and, many faces. Yeah, Got to yeah. bring them out. Got to bring them all out.
1: Sometimes I do.
3: <laughs> What's so, your beagle's name?
0: Uh, my beagle's name is Luna.
2: Luna.
1: Oh, super close Luna. to your beagles. Your old beagle's name.
2: Lucky. I had lucky. My beagle was lucky. He was so good. You know, I had a dream, a crazy ass dream <laughs> that I was getting followed by an alligator. Whoa. I was getting I was like crawling out of this swamp and I'm crawling onto this like boat deck and there's two dudes sitting on the boat deck and I'm trying to get up out of the boat deck and they can't like I'm like guys fucking pick me up like there's I can't get out there's a fucking alligator it's about to bite my foot off let me up and this dude is like chugging a beer and he's like yeah wait give me a minute I'm like fucking get me the fuck up and finally he's like all right calm down lady and so like he finally lifts me up and this alligator is just super slowly like looking at me and then walking towards me and so I just look at it I'm like Okay this is sketchy Like I'm gonna walk I walk inside this house Close this glass screen door And I turn On the side, other side Of the glass screen door There was like a pit bull And it was my dog My beagle passed away mm. A couple years ago But it was him And this fucking Big ass pit bull And I'd close The sliding glass door And I look out And I see this alligator With these eyes Just like Slowly just staring Fucking daggers Into me Into my soul And it's just walking Towards me And all of a sudden Like the alligator starts like banging its head on the sliding glass door like it was trying to get in and attack me. Wow. And these what? two do- yeah, and these two dogs like just started fucking barking and going crazy and just like banging their bodies against the thing and like growling at the alligator and the alligator ran away.
0: That's intense. I
2: know. And the alligator ran away and then my dog comes up to me, my beagle comes up to me and I was like, "Lucky, are you is this like are you My like really?" And like he just let me hug him forever and then I woke up. It was fucking crazy.
1: You're having some crazy, crazy ass dreams. I yeah. really
0: do. Could have been a whole spirit thing. The dog might have been protecting you from some kind of like outside spirit. That's what I think. Yeah, because that shit happens. I know. Just saying.
2: I know, <laughs> and like I have a very profound respect for animals. Like people talk a lot of shit on snakes and serpent and and like uh, reptiles and stuff like that. But I I have a very high respect for those creatures. Um, but I do also have a fear for them, and so like I think in my subconscious those kinds of animals that could like literally just fucking fuck your whole day up eat you whatever yeah like that you you know you associate them subconsciously with some shit that's negative and so yeah i do i really do believe that in you know like another dimension on another realm of like me protecting my spirit the dog was like representative of something higher the late great lucky exactly yeah. Ah, oh, he's the goat, man. He's Hell the yeah. king, greatest of all time. Yeah, the goat. I like that. I love beagles. That's one of the reasons I love beagles.
0: I've had beagles all uh, forever. I've had like six different beagles They're in so my cute life. Cute with their ears. Some have lasted fourteen years. <sighs> Left me in old age. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Yep. Yep. That shit's crazy. Lucky was
2: 13, 14.
0: Well, there you go. That's 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 about you know what a dog a beagle lives. That's, yeah. That's a long beagle life.
2: That is a long, have you, oh, they're so cute. I could just look at beagle pictures all day and just be so happy. I
0: know. And Luna does it for me. I mean, she texts me and shit. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, she learned it from uh, another beagle I had named Tiffany. And She says, listen, whenever he gets out of line, just dial. Just text him. Say, you're like, what? Where are you? Come (laughs) take us out for a walk. (laughs) Give me some more food. You know, all the important shit. Exactly. Right. All the important
2: shit. Y'all vibe.
0: Well,
1: I'm going to go ahead and bring us into Heat of the Week real fast so we can uh, go on and make moves and get out of here right after that. So So we can eat. Yeah, yeah, that too. So let's go on and uh, do Heat of the Week real fast and shit. Still the best intro music ever, I gotta say. Really, it is. Best intro music, hands down. Ever.
2: Forever, Elva?
1: Forever, ever. Yes, indeed. Heat of the week. We gonna get into this shit real fast. We going knock this shit out and get on to it. First thing, heat of the week. We've got Donnie Blanks, local MC, local killer in the scene. He's going to be dropping some new shit, as he was saying, what was it, maybe three weeks ago, a month ago, when he was on
2: the show? Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I think it was like three weeks ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Because it's definitely been like two weeks since we've actually put out shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a hot minute. I've been lazy. I've been lazy. No, No.
2: you've just been in the hospital.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just in and out of the hospital. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Donnie coming out new music name of the song is too much. It's a short one, but he's uh, going to be dropping new shit soon yeah, well, So already, yeah. Yeah.
3: Smoke too much, drink too much, flex too much, ayy, fuck too much, can't fuck
2: with you, you talk too much, ayy, smoke too much Drink too much, flex too much, ayy, fuck too much, can't fuck with you, you talk too much, ayy, when I was doing I can't see who's in it, ayy, no you
0: didn't, sweet little
1: I really enjoy Donnie's shows Because the energy at these shows Is just like I don't even know how to describe it
2: Super high, super intense
1: Some other shit, yeah, for sure
2: I like his whole musical persona Because it's kind of a little bit Ominous and dark Um, But he's like such Just like an amazing person Like such a friendly dude and so to listen to his music it's like super ominous like it's really interesting and then his shows you see all the people at his shows and people are just turning the fuck up at his shows like going nuts
1: well i love it because like donnie understands kind of the vibe where i come from you know i'm a hip-hop head but i grew up on the hardcore and metal scene right. just like donnie did so you know he was in hardcore bands and punk bands and he just transitioned into hip-hop so he he still takes that aggressive energy that comes from that music and absolutely you know i, I vibe with that shit. i like hitting people at shows <laughs>
0: yeah, awesome yeah punk rock is good for that for sure. yeah i enjoy
1: uh i enjoy hitting people and getting hit at shows you know i can't Woo-hoo. can't make it seem like i'm just a badass
0: now where does where would this where would he play here locally? Where would he be singing? I rapping?
1: know he just had a show recently at the Social. That was pretty fucking crazy. Um I want to you know what? I can I can look up and see if Donnie's got any new shit coming up, any new shows coming out. Cause Check it. That's the homeboy. So do you
0: think that this this whole hip hop and the new trap stuff is like the new uh the new hardcore, the new punk rock?
1: I mean I would definitely say they're definitely the the new rock stars of of this generation. Wow. That is for sure. I mean just the you have so many of these rappers that are just out there spending crazy amounts of money, dressed in nothing but designer clothes right. from head to toe, doing all the most ridiculous. I mean there's an infamous story now about Danny Brown. I don't know if you've ever heard of this dude Danny Brown. Um but he had his dick sucked on stage He's during a wild. show. Nice. A girl from the fucking audience pulled his dick out and sucked it on stage while he was performing. Yep. He kept rapping into the microphone while he was getting his dick sucked. You got to love 2018. That's <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that part. And that was a couple years ago, too. That was... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it, It's some shit, man. Uh, so... I definitely feel like they're carrying that flag of, you know, the...
0: Rebellious.
1: Yes, the the fuck establishment uh, aggressive mentality. That is for sure what, what these dudes are doing nowadays.
2: What is it called? Anti-disestablishmentarianism.
1: Okay, that's something completely different. What does that mean? Corn dog. That has nothing to do <laughs> with this. I'm gonna Google what that means and what we are talking about. So no, um,
2: <laughs> so no. Gonna
1: go ahead and say no to that. Mm. Uh, n- it looks like maybe he, uh, uh, maybe he's just uh, retweeting this from somebody else. I think this is just somebody else's show at the Hanau Center coming up on the 24th trying to see if there's any any new Donnie shows coming up. Oh, yeah, Donnie, Donnie Blanks, May 26th, actually, which is this Saturday, this Saturday night at the Hanau Center. So it's a good thing you asked.
2: This Saturday. So if you want to head out, Hanau Center.
1: 10 p.m., $7 before, and it looks like $10 at the door. Yes, most definitely. Hanau Contemporary Center. Which we also scheduled an interview with those people from there, Jose. Yes. Yeah. So look out for that coming up this next month.
0: Now the Jose has a has a girlfriend who's Boriguá, verdad?
1: I don't know. I've never actually or a wife. I'm not sure. I've never actually like talked to him in real life. Kind of like this. Kind of like what we did. You yeah. know. Like I, I, I just know of these people doing cool things, so I try to just put it out there. I'm like, hey, you know, you seem fucking cool. Let's 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 get out and shoot this shit. You know.
0: Yeah, no, no, definitely. Orlando's so full of, like, that. You know, there's such a great art f- scene. The and creative
1: just, the creative culture here in Orlando right now is just thriving, man. Yeah. It really is. All right, next up, Heat of the Week. We have, apparently, some new shit from Ooh. Ali Shaheed Muhammad and Woo-hoo. Adrian Young. Ali Shaheed Muhammad of Tribe Called Quest fame, and there's going to be a new album with a little bit of Quest love, a little bit of... Raphael Sadiq A little bit of Bilal on there And that should be good uh, I think the album is going to be called Midnight Hour And mm. the name of the song we're going to listen to Today is called Questions God damn it <laughs> <sighs> You gotta be sigh. Stay focused Just sometimes you know
0: I was going to say this got to be a little more <laughs> R&B <R&B-ish>, right. Right? <laughs> Yeah
1: That was definitely Donnie's SoundCloud still playing, so. This is apparently featuring CeeLo, I guess. CeeLo Green? Yeah.
2: Is that him singing?
1: Yes, this is him singing.
2: He Um, he has a good voice.
1: I was going to say, it sounds like me
0: singing.
2: I I can't explain. Oh,
0: he's making a big comeback. Mm. Maybe. Oh, CeeLo? Maybe.
2: Could be. This might be his big break, where he comes back.
0: Yeah, can't be dressed in gold anymore, though. You know, kind of oh, tone
1: it that, down. Oh, that that gold dressing thing. That shit was crazy. Kordak, <laughs> did you
2: see that when he was out in the skating rink? And all gold? No, it was was it no. no I thought it
1: was, it was like at the, an, an award, award show. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the, oh, on the red carpet. Oh, I'm about to show you some
0: shit. Yeah, because he looked like I a like freak. I like the song. Oh, but yeah, I like the. Uh, me too.
1: I like the, uh,
2: the little <sighs> piano.
0: Piano it, in the background. It's, it's just like so remin- reminiscent of like Earth Wind and Fire. Oh my
2: know? gosh! Yes.
1: Oh my God! There Cilo. you go. No. There you this go. Is <laughs> is Wait, so actually. Wait,
2: like actually.
1: Yes, this, this was a thing. At the Grammys, apparently.
2: Why did he do that? See, well, what was his... Was no. he just trying to like... You Get know how out. sometimes people put face paint on their face when they go out?
1: I mean, super superheroes are super big in
0: pop culture right now, I guess. So, so it, he was like,
2: I am I, gold guy.
0: Yeah, and he wasn't speaking. He had this like mean face on. Weird.
2: Now, I'm Goldman. Now, if he had just
1: kept the whole gold outfit without the weird ass mask thing
0: you know maybe i wouldn't make as much fun is of this. his
2: face paint actual gold
0: yeah no, yeah it's shiny he's like 18 carat is that
2: face paint
0: or is it a fucking mask no i think it's face paint which minimum me so uncomfortable for real i mean can
2: we see another picture
0: sila what are you thinking yeah my really dude? what
2: uh well it's like when lady gaga <laughs> came out in the meat suit
0: right just oh, wanted to saute her up. Right. Throw some garlic Jabra. in there. <laughs> <laughs> the meat suit was some shit.
2: Okay, but CeeLo, like, I, I really want to know why. He's like Star Trek.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go. Look at that.
2: He was really feeling himself.
1: That is just something, CeeLo. Okay. I got to say. Could be deep. <laughs> he
2: denies that it was him in that bizarre outfit. <laughs> oh Like, C-Lo. no, that's definitely you.
1: Cordog, I can't believe that's the first time you've seen this.
2: Wow. I mean, l- don't get me wrong. The headgear is off the chain. Like, the artist did a phenomenal job. Great. But I don't get it. But that's okay, because, like, I do a lot of shit that people don't get. You know? Like, I can't judge him. Maybe he was just feeling different that day. Yeah, this is a bit
0: <laughs> out of a bit <laughs> out of my realm. Yeah. Thanks, Look. thanks, CeeLo, for the laughter. Cilo.
2: Well, you have a great voice, and <laughs> we love you on <laughs> questions. Sponsor our show.
0: And, you know, CeeLo, fuck you. yeah, <laughs> 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 you.
1: Exactly. Yo, you, CeeLo, you got to bring out some more outfits like this, my dude. You might as well. You I should mean.
2: do a full concept album surrounding your gold. <laughs>
1: you, you already Fit. started, so fucking just do it, dog. Just do I'm it.
2: I'm a fool.
1: Last but not least, heat of the week, we've got DJ Quick, the motherfucking legend <laughs> himself, dropping a new album and... I am so happy to hear these things <laughs> because it's these types of things that make me happy for the world of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And the cut we're going to listen to from this new album that is entitled, where is the fucking album title on this bitch? Okay, fine. There's no album title yet. Mm-hmm. looks like. I guess he hasn't released an album title for it. It's all right, though. Name of the song is World Girl. So World Girl. That's the last thing. World Girl.
2: World girl.
1: world girl, world girl, world girl, featuring Christian Ford. Reminds expect that. Uh, expect the West Coast funk. Yeah, I was from gonna this.
0: say it's a West Coast thing, huh?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. DJ Quick is definitely West I like Coast, L.A. It. or Oakland. Uh, I think he's LA. L.A.
2: We're going to San Francisco in July
0: or June. Nice. SF is a wonderful city. I'm pretty hyped about
1: it because we haven't been like. In, uh, I, I went to SF as a youngin', you know, like a four year old, but. Never not, got to enjoy it as adults. Yeah, exactly. Not even teenage years or anything, so I, I don't know what to expect going over there.
0: Yeah. Good food, for sure.
1: Hell yes. Apparently, a lot of human excrement
0: on the sidewalks, too. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, but, you know, you can't have it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have the tech boom, but just people shitting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just goes to show you, you can have all the smart fucking dudes in the world in the same city and still have shit on the sidewalks to dodge. It's true. You know, you hey, just,
2: I like this a lot.
1: It just teaches you to be that much more aware of your surroundings while you're walking. <laughs> yes. Got Definitely. A, you never know. You could find five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> five bucks are a massive shit bomb. It's one, right. of, one of the two.
2: God. I like this song a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm hyped, man. DJ Quick is the shit. I love DJ Quick. He's a. And he always raps, too. This is Quick rapping right here.
0: Well, I mean, Ooh. what about, like, Little Xan and these, like, these, these, like, Ooh, sort Lil of, Zan. like. What's up with that rap, you know? What do you mean? I mean, is it good? Is it legit? I mean, I could hear it. I don't mind it, but it's. Is it legit? It just sounds like he's mumbling.
1: Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so. Who's Lil Xan? With the mumbling stuff. Lil Zan is a he's a mumbler. He's a yeah. mumbler. Yeah, literally.
2: Ooh. I, don't, I don't know. Ooh. You Something can't like really.
0: That. Makes me want to get high, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but is there any substance to the music? Probably not. Nah, not nah. whatsoever. Teeny
0: bopper shit then.
1: Yeah. Basically. Oh, most, most definitely. Hmm. It's just a whole, it's just a whole vibe. It's just a, they, they, you know, they refer to it usually as the wave, I suppose, in uh, this kind of era of rap that we're in now, where we see the little Zans and shit like that. It's, it's the wave, quote unquote, that they're on that, you know, everybody's just kind of flowing with that same vibe. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with lyrics, I think, honestly, because as you can tell, you know, lyrics aren't. Necessarily, yeah, the, <laughs> the main export of that music, it, it's not even like thought about, honestly. I
0: feel like, but it says a lot about what's acceptable as for music with this, these new generations. Because, like, even the guys like 17, yeah, I,
2: like it makes me upset that they can make so much money and like i'm not making shit
0: yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know what i mean like
2: i could put out some shit i could put out some music but like i guess initiative outweighs talent
0: yeah and a and good manager
2: and a good manager yeah, that too. and not that they don't have talent you know everybody I mean, they get paid. looks at talent differently i know they get paid that fucks with me i'm like damn like you really just got to put yourself out just a little bit like damn but how do these people get a manager what do yeah. i what do i got to do to get a manager
1: you have Put to go search for a manager and make music <laughs> maybe yeah
0: <laughs> man- managers are tough though you know they always want to get paid and you're uh, talent managers are tough
1: exactly they're always skimming off the top and you never know I'm like know what are you actually
2: managing me are you managing you me you
1: never know if they I thought I was hiring you you never know no. if they're skimming more off the top than they should be cuz usually they're probably messing with your money too at the same time right managing that shit as well so I don't know. Yeah, the managers are corn dog. If you're trying to if you're trying to get in the business, I'll manage you. All right? Uh, no. <laughs> I'll do the managing. I'll do the skimming off the top. <laughs> you know, so at least we
2: already share everything. Like <laughs> at least all of the all
1: of the skimming off the top of your money will be done in house. Nice. nice. Yes. Keep it in the house. Exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, Roberto, I want to thank you for coming through and uh, joining us with our our little escapade. You can feel free to come back and uh, get anything off of your chest anytime (laughs) you'd you'd like.
0: It's politics, man. (laughs) (laughs) We can't stand it.
1: We've definitely had those conversations in here. That is for sure. I I like to tell people that they can come here and uh, talk about whatever they want to talk about. You know, I try not to have any barriers, boundaries or whatnot. Mm hmm um i mean corndog was bringing up uh child molesters the other day i was who was the market molester? episode you're we talking about the guy from nickelodeon
2: jesus h christ we we're he having has total child molesters. we were having
1: a great conversation and you just brought that guy up and
2: i like to bring the realness in yeah, as you say I i'm a realist that. yeah fair <laughs>
1: enough fair enough anyway beagles
3: beagles <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you can bring that positivity back in yeah so uh Please tell the people again where they can find you and your lovely restaurants. Well,
0: we're at 116 Church Street in classic, you know, in like the old part of uh, or downtown Orlando. So I like downtown Uh, on social media. We're at uh, El Buddha downtown. Yes. It runs across the gamut, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the works. So it's a lot of fun.
1: Damn right. And I can awesome. guarantee you will see
0: us in there very well, soon. Definitely, I'll make sure that happens. Oh <laughs> yeah, quick, <laughs> quick, 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 and we'll oh, tequila yes. night. Tequila and some good food yes. and music and friends and Sounds you know like the
2: best time ever.
0: Right, that's what that's what we do. Hell Yay. yeah,
1: I'm about this shit. Corn dog, do your awesome. shout outs.
2: Shout out Big Show. Shout out Erica Badu. Shout out Chef. Thank you so much for coming in yeah. and gracing us with your presence. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tierney Smith, the lyrical minister. And Simba Castano for Exodus United. Y'all are doing great work. Shout out, Steezy. you, And my mom and myself. You can find me at ToddSiv, T-A-T-Z-I-F on Instagram and Twitter at Totsix 69 on Snapchat. Thank you.
1: I want to shout out Fuego, who I let borrow my mixer before we did this show. (laughs) It's true. And when I started doing everything, it uh, all sounded like this. Magic. I had no idea That's what was really
2: happening. That's really cool. Ooh, it's haunted. Ooh.
1: It's magic. And I had no idea what was going on
0: when Wait, I do first it again.
1: started up the mixer. I was like, what the fuck, man? What?" Do it again.
0: <laughs> See, to me, it sounds more like just punk rock. I want to hear, like, just reverb guitar going crazy. <laughs>
1: The reverb just fucks with my ears after a while. Like, That's I gotta really go. cool. I don't. It makes me wonder what he was doing. Like is
2: weird shit. Oh,
1: all right, all right, Fuego. I, I don't know what you're doing over there, buddy, with the mixer and all that shit. But uh, yeah, you can follow the show on social media: Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at S T H Show. Find us on Facebook, Facebook group, all that shit. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at SteezTrap and on Instagram at the Trap. And I'd like to again thank our good friend Chef Roberto coming in, doing the damn thing with us, sharing a beer, and uh, sharing some laughs. Good times. And we the fuck out of this bitch. Enjoy and take care of each other. Much peace and love, y'all.